Welcome, everybody, to Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot, and today is the first show that Adam and I have actually recorded together in quite a while. I feel like it's been like a month now. Just each other? Yes. It's been more yes. than that, probably. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been like all summer with yeah, just us. The last one I think we recorded was with Kristoff, and that was probably, what, uh, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Was it only um, that short? I feel like that was like ago. a month ago. I know it's been a busy, it's been a busy little while. That was right after. <laughs> yeah, I don't, actually, that I don't was Honda Meat. That, that was, was. Honda Meat. Oh, that was Honda Meat. You're right. Oh You're no, right. that was after Honda Meat. Never mind. Yep. Yeah, we recorded that one on the computer. So that was only a couple weeks ago. That feels yeah, like yeah, that a was year only ago. like two, two or three weeks. But I'm trying to think the last time we did a show with just you and I. Yeah. It's been probably well, like two or three months. Oh, I bet you it's been almost more than that. I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember the last one. Which Mike, our buddy Mike Taylor, says that these are his favorite shows for some reason. When we just BS and catch up and do random. Yeah, talks. when it's just when it's just us. It. Uh, I've got a few things to talk about. You probably have a few things to talk about too. Your big, uh, your big upcoming adventure, and uh, uh, yeah, you're crisscrossing the country on two wheels. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, and not like doing a stunt on in a car on two wheels. No, you know, you're, not, you're, uh, you're I'm gonna not, be, you're, you're, you're gonna be pedal, uh, peg, uh, like totally covered in bugs when I see you next time, probably. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be so stinky and nasty. That's gonna be rad. Mosquitoes all in his uh, every teeth, every every. Oh, crack dude, I didn't teeth. even think about mosquitoes because they don't exist oh, out here. Yeah, no, you're gonna have some. Uh, you're gonna. Feel I'm going f- to hate myself so much. So for for those listeners that don't know what we're talking about, uh, I'm getting ready to go on a five or six week motorcycle ride across the country. Yeah. Gonna be a bit to places unknown. Should be about ten thousand miles or so. That's so crazy. So uh, probably the stupidest thing, literally the stupidest and craziest thing I've ever done, and I've already done some pretty crazy things. No, it's a cool. I mean, it's a, the the fact that it, the bike doesn't have a fairing is really the only dumb thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I mean, people did it in like the fifties and sixties on way less. Yeah, but you're so, going to go eighty-five miles an hour, and those bikes went forty-five miles an hour. Uh, I think I might I bikes. might try and stick to some of the back roads, man. There's a lot of the country to see that you miss even just sticking on the interstate. Oh, yeah, well, that's that that would be so cool. I'm I'm so jealous of that trip. That's. Uh, I don't know, that's kind of like a lifetime dream kind of stuff. So now well, I know I'm going to do it. You should do it. I know I'm going to hate myself multiple times throughout the process. So I'm sure you no. won't be hating that. Like literally, <laughs> I'll probably be yelling at myself inside of my helmet. Yeah, it's going to be a long drive or a long ride. It, uh, what's your route? Do you have an actual planned route? You're going to go. So south I'm leaving. First, right? I'm leaving Wednesday, which is two days from now. So less than 48 yeah. hours from now, I'll be on the road. I'm going to go from here to Vegas or a little north of it, and then from there to Bonneville Salt Flats. Yep. And then from Bonneville to Miller Motorsports Park in Salt Lake for the Pirelli World Challenge race. I'm going to hang out with Tom O'Gorman and hopefully get uh, Renee Hines and Andy Hollis on the show uh, Saturday evening after the races. Both races are on Saturday. Yep. So hopefully do that and then uh, hang out in Salt Lake and Park City on Sunday. And then Monday I'm hoping to get... um, you know, to record a show with a guest um, who I won't announce just yet, just in case it it doesn't turn to fruition. But uh, I'm going to do that. And then I'll head down to Colorado Springs because I want to ride up Pikes Peak. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that. And then from there, probably start heading across. I've heard like parts of Missouri and Arkansas are pretty. So hang out around there for a couple days. And then there's the solar eclipse that's going on. Yeah, that uh, so, there's like a straight line in the U.S. where yeah. it's a full, complete eclipse, right? Yep. So hopefully catch that uh, like around the Nashville area, which is where it's supposed to be the best. And okay. then from there, I'll go to Deals Gap or Tail of the Dragon in Tennessee. And then finally down to Atlanta for Grid Life South. Mm-hmm. So we're, we'll meet up and be able to party, and I'll actually have a place to sleep, hopefully, with some air conditioning. Uh, yes. <laughs> as opposed to tenting it and and sleeping in a sleeping bag on a camping pad. Yeah. So and then from there I'll go to Columbia, South Carolina. But before I do that, I'm going to stop by Triumph North America's headquarters uh, because their marketing person has agreed to let me write a little article for their site uh, cool. that they'll push to Europe. So that'll be kind of interesting. Go from there to Columbia, South Carolina to see some family. Then to Jacksonville, Florida to see some family. And then the trip's kind of open from there. Don't know exactly where I'm going from there yet. So I could mm-hmm. either go to Solo Nationals in Lincoln, 
where a couple okay. people have graciously offered to let me drive their car, although I don't really have the money to pay the entry fee. <laughs> so it's kind of expensive now that I missed the early sign-up. Um, How much is it now? I think it's like 300 bucks now. It was like 175 That's not that bad, but yeah, that's a lot of money to autocross. But looking at going from Jacksonville, or actually from Atlanta to Columbia to Jacksonville, all the way to Lincoln, literally in like a week and a half, yeah. I don't think I'd have enough time to like give those different places the attention that they need. So if I don't no. make it to Lincoln, which I'm hoping to make it to Lincoln, but if I don't, I'm going to try and make it to Austin, Texas instead okay. and hang out with intern Derek and do some cool stuff around there and mm-hmm. then maybe shoot back up into like Arizona and Colorado and do some more in the West before I head back uh, August or September 15th to 17th. Sometime in there is when I'm targeting to be back. So you don't have so, any Speed Ventures events, or are you working there's from, the one, from them at all? Uh, there's one that I'm going to end up missing. Okay. So it seems like it's a really good time of the year. It's like the hottest time of the year here. Yep. So it's a good time of the year to not have to do any work stuff for Speed Ventures, but it's also a horrible time of the year to travel in the southeast like I'm planning on, because it's just going to be yeah, gone awful hot. It's going to be like 100, 120 in Arizona probably. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty crappy. <laughs> At least you're on a motorcycle. You're not in a car without air conditioning or something. That would be even worse. But yeah, um, I mean, originally I was gonna cool. take the ambulance. I was gonna take the ambulance on a lot of this, and then I started calculating fuel costs, and then yeah, I started calculating like how much it would thousands. be to add to fix the air conditioning in it. Yeah, and then I just tallied up all the stuff that I bought, riding gear wise and camping wise, yeah. and I'm probably about dead even. As if I no would have way. just fixed the AC and driven. You bought, you bought that much camping and riding stuff? Yeah, and somehow I justified like a new computer out of the whole thing, too. Oh, man. Because I didn't I, want to take I my see. heavy clunker computer. I see how, I see what you mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> racer, he, that, that's like yeah. racer math. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I almost bought a CRX race car. Yeah. Oh man! So speaking of speaking of CRX race cars, um, what's what CRX race car? <laughs> yeah, is that not in your garage anymore? Uh, well, it actually is still. Uh, I did uh, I did get a deposit on it though. The CRX is moving on to its next home, which I never thought would happen. I'm kind of like I was kind of bummed quick. about it. It went yeah. Quick, I, re- I priced it. I priced it like you know reasonable to sell. I mean, I got some rental money fee out of it. That uh, rental money out of it this year, so like you know it doesn't. It's not like I really am, am killing myself to get cash out of it, but it, it the, the shell on it was tired. It's seen race miles for a lot of years, but uh, it's got. Well, I mean, it I is mean, it is a magazine car now, right? That's, well, that's twice true. magazine that's car. True. It had a feature on it, but now it's a magazine yep. ad car as well. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, randomly in a uh, Motivicity ad uh, a few weeks ago, but um, we still don't know like where they got those pictures. I, I, <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> Whatever. Probably just paparazzi um, came to one of the events when it was parked in front of the RV or something, snapped a photo, and then ran back and just photoshopped it out. I mean, with so with the so RV weird. being white, it adds like a perfect background to be it, able uh, just it was, to get rid of everything easily. It was definitely a shot that was. Uh, I think it was a shot from the S3 magazine photo shoot because it was like because because my car you can kind of like judge the age by the stickers that are on it. <laughs> So, I think it was from that sh- that photo shoot, but I really don't even know. It's just kind of weird. It was in a, it, randomly in the back of a of a magazine, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of priced it to to be like the the sum of the parts, and then like a free a free race car shell inside of it, you know. So if I if I parted it all out, I could have gotten about what I got for it. So I feel like that's a pretty fair price. So yeah, um, yeah, it's and, not. Uh, uh, and you you had a lot of good times with it too. Yeah, um, I just after Honda Meet, I kind of decided. I drove it to Honda Meet, and, I, and it was about as fast as it, maybe a little faster than what the D15 set up last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just, I could feel the weight at Gingerman. Like, I could feel the extra, you know, to make race weight with the bigger motor, it was like 450 more pounds or something. And uh, and I was just starting to feel the, the extra weight, because uh, Gingerman is the track I've driven the most laps at, so it's, you know, I, some just didn't feel the way I wanted it to feel. I really missed the lightweight, like, tossability of the car 
Um, so I listed it, and uh, and I also picked up the, the motor for my next build at Gingerman. Uh, Eric Cattill uh, brought it to a buddy, or brought it to the Gingerman Majors the week before, and so it was at the track. It was in Ryan Kristoff's trailer at the track, and, uh, and that's going to be another D15 build. So I'm going to finally build my, my red hatchback that I've had forever. Finally. Um, yeah, and for like two years I've been accumulating parts for it. Like I, I've got like all the same suspension, the kingpin bearings uh, arms and the the whitener suspension and uh like i have all the parts um, and i think the the, the motor, whole time trans. that i've known you the whole time i've known you that the red car has only been out at like three or four events yeah we we started hanging out right at the end of like me being into turbo cars like that's yeah. when i that we started doing lemons racing like the year before i met you and then I just kind of got burned out on like high horsepower stuff because the low horsepower stuff is just as fun, if not funner, because you can just get in it and go. Mm-hmm. Um, I just that's that was like some of the last times I drove that car. I really I really haven't driven it since 2012 much. Last time I like street drove was like 2011, and I think I think we started hanging out in 11 or 12. I don't remember. But yeah, right around maybe, yeah maybe 11, 12 ish. When did you move to Chicago? Uh, 2011. Okay. So my first yeah, Honda yeah. meet was Honda meet 2011. Yep, it was like right around then. So that was uh, we did our first lemons race in 11, I think. So okay, we already had the lemons car like the year before, and we were slowly prepping it into like being a lemons. So I so I was already like tracking this super lightweight first gen CRX. So I was getting bit by the by the bug before so we with, even started hanging out. But. With the red car having such sentimental value, do you think you won't take as many risks racing with it? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm pretty conservative already, just because um, my kind of my competition background came from lemons, and you got punished so heavily if you had car to car contact. Uh, like you know, like you you lost a lot of time in the in like basically getting yelled at um, if you got black flagged. So, uh, so I'm pretty conservative, which is probably part of the reason I haven't won you know races and stuff. <laughs> but uh, um, but I also haven't wrecked my car. You know, that was a fault of my own. Uh, I got sandwiched that one time, but that was, you know, the car in front of me dead stopped because of another guy missing a shift and it was accordion effect kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't like wrecked the car into anybody else. So I haven't ruined anybody else's race car. So that's good. But, um, no, I don't know. The, the hatchback's going to be still more track car and I'm going to keep it streetable to, or street legal too. So I'm going to keep headlights in it. Um, so I can go, you know, go to cruise nights and stuff. Um, Try to build it ultra lightweight so I can put a passenger seat in it. I want to get in the race weight with a 1.5 will be 1,975 pounds next year or this year. Wow. And and next year. So it'll be sub 2,000. Um, it was 2025, but then we did like a 2% uh, ABS weight reducer. So if you don't have ABS, your car is 2% lighter than base weight huh. um, for the motor. So now it's 1,975. So it's going to be you know pretty lightweight build that uh, – I I don't know. I'm pretty sure the car can get there. It's a standard model hatchback, and they're pretty they're pretty light. They're lighter than the CRX SI, and the CRX could get there no problem. So now, have you already replaced um, all the glass and everything in it? Uh, no, it's got a windshield still. Uh, I'm gonna put the the Lexan in the. I've got a Lexan tr- deck lid or trunk, you know, kind of hatch. Um, I got to do Lexan side windows, but I'm gonna keep the car red for now because it's got good paint, and then uh, scrape all the tar off the bottom, and then paint the bottom, and. Uh, do the rest of the sound deadening out of the interior. I was going to leave the the back half cage is like DOM material, so it's like legal cage material. But I was going to leave that and then just add to the front. And I kind of decided to cut it out and start over, um, move the cage further back even, so that I could put my seat a little further back and kind of feel the movement of the car better. Um, and uh, maybe do pedal extensions because you can't move the pedal boxes in STL. But uh, so you can't move the pedal also- box, but you could make you can like move the actual pedals. Uh, yeah, you could like modify the pedals. Uh, you can add pedal blocks, you know, to them, whatever. So could you cut off the, like the arms and reweld it? Uh, pro- probably. There's really you can modify it, but you can't. You just can't uh, do a, like a floor mount setup. I don't think there's okay. really. There's no like defined thing about it, but you're allowed to modify things. You just can't actually like go to a different pedal box. So could you be like a center um, seater? Well, I want to move the car into the. Towards a trans tunnel more, but the trans tunnel kind of eliminates trans, not trans tunnel. It's like a trans tunnel, but it's like the exhaust hump, you know. Right. Um, you can't modify the floor that significantly, so you can okay. modify it a little bit to fit a seat, but you can't eliminate like the the tunnel there. So. Okay. Um, I mean, technically, you would be modifying it to fit a seat. Yeah, 
Yeah. Just saying. But no, I don't, I don't want to go to the middle. I'm going to go. I'm going to go towards the middle, but not all the way. So, um, no, it, it, it'll be a fun car. The Trans is already built. Uh, our, our buddy uh, Charles, Mr. Bone, he, he built the. Yeah, he just did. Uh, I saw on Facebook, he just did his refreshing Cotills um, yeah, he, before he's, runoff. He's really. He's, he's knocking them out one by one. He's, got, he's doing like everybody's trannies this year. So. He's he's finally got like a real business going, but it's good. Um, yeah, Happy he built me a bit, uh, he built me like the best D series cable trans that might have ever been built, like with the rarest four five six or three four five I mean gears and uh, four nine final and a clutch type diff and stuff. So um, got a good clutch, got a good flywheel, got the new motor. Um, so it should be fun. It'll be it'll be a pretty low budget build still, because all, all DIY. I'm gonna paint it myself, paint the fl- the under the underbody, the engine bay, the interior. Um, so I don't know. It'll what, be uh, it'll be a good. What time. color are you gonna go for the interior? I'm I'm debating between gray and uh, and red, but okay. I've also thought about like obnoxious colors, like like lime green. What about like a desert like... tan? Desert tan yeah. wouldn't show dirt very much, and it looks pretty yeah. decent on red. That's a good point. Like right now, it's kind of a desert tan inside, and I don't mind it. It looks pretty. Or good hearing hearing aid beige. <laughs> just, just like uh, <laughs> like bathroom stall beige. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I haven't, I haven't really even thought about keeping the tan. Tan would uh, would be easier to clean than like a white, and uh, and it's not gonna it's not gonna reflect but... as much. Like white, if sun gets on it in certain yeah. parts, it's just gonna like illuminate everything and could be kind of distracting. Yeah. I'm definitely not doing white. I thought about the the old the gray that everybody does. That's kind of tried the battleship gray. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of boring now that I think about it. But, but I mean, if you do like, if you did bronze wheels with like a tan interior, it'd look pretty sweet. Yeah, bronze or black wheels are definitely happening with the red. I, I've had bronze TE thirty sevens on it, and mm-hmm. I've had I've had a bunch of different kind of black wheels on it. I just love both those colors with red. So, or you um, could just you know keep the outside one solid color, but then do the inside and all the vinyl squares like you did on the CRX. It's also not a bad idea. <laughs> I hadn't so, thought about that either. Yeah, like everybody else does everything crazy on the outside. No one goes crazy on the inside. That's not. A, that's really not a terrible idea. And that would be easy to easy to fix if you uh, you know if you get rubbing or scuffing from throwing tires yeah. in the back and stuff. Just add more stickers. And then if you added some black stickers here and there, you could add some you know down by the floorboard. You could just do some like grip tape squares in key yeah. places and yeah, it'd be I, perfect I, wanna, I, I have grip tape in the crx on the floor uh, yeah but in the pedal box area it's really nice to have i got that idea from christian ship it'd be um, it'd be like the club from a night at the roxbury where you know would, the outside look, is the inside and the inside colors, is the outside yeah. <laughs> but that, that would be weird <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea i kind of like that idea yeah i think i might do that <laughs> It'd be funny yeah, if you just kept like all the livery, no livery on the outside at all, and you just do the livery just on the inside. Just put like a grid life number plate <laughs> and like a number, and that's it. And then the in- the inside is all wild, and there's sponsor stickers all over the place. Looks oh, like that'd a, be look, so looks like funny. the outside of a NASCAR and the inside of the car. So yeah, that, I think that, pro- that that project will start more after after uh, Atlanta. I've got yeah. uh, I've got a bunch of RV stuff I want to do before Road Atlanta. I so. think that's one of those things that you have to do after you like roll the car once though, just like Inside Out Boy that went over the swing set. Yeah, you know it's inside the same out thing, Boy. like Inside Out. You got you just got to wreck it a, wreck it a little bit, and then <laughs> uh, and ju- you can justify anything then. Yeah. No, I I don't know how I don't know. I've wrecked the car already once. I've hit a wall at CMP with it, so it's not like I mean, it's the car I've had forever. I I can't sell it just because I won't let myself sell it. But I also can't see it just sit and you know not be used. So if right. it dies, if it dies on track, like that's I think that's really the only way I can get rid of it. So you know, <laughs> how else am I going to get out of Hondas if I don't keep crashing and selling? <laughs> I don't have any choice but to wreck this car. So. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a you know national level you know racer budget wise and talent wise. So like I might as well build the car that I want. You know. But, yeah. Um, and speaking of which, I think I broke myself Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, you I, you texted me this morning saying dude, I, oh, I broke myself. myself. I shouldn't so have done that, uh, man. What what was going on this weekend for those <laughs> listeners out there? We had Grid Life Track Day Picnic, which is just like kind of a down and simple like track day um, at Blackhawk Farms, which is a super fun track, especially for lightweight cars, you know. 
Um, and we had uh, standing start autocross, uh, which is which is pretty cool. It's like a one lap autocross. You start from grid and you trip the timing beam that's aimed one way, and then when you're to start it, and then uh, when you come back around, the, you trip the t- the other timing beam aimed the other way, you know, t- across track, and that ends your lap. Um, and uh, so it's like 50 feet, and then you trip the timing beam. So you're moving already. It's not dead start, but. Um, it was, it was really cool to watch. I, I did one in the, in the Frasier. So the Frasier is the car that I took. Um, yes. Have we talked about that much on here or no? Um, I don't know if we've talked about it a whole lot. I think people it's, know that you have it, but I don't know how much we've actually yeah, talked about it. it. There, there's a few pictures on the Instagram, on my Instagram and on, uh, on my Adam Jabay Instagram and then on Slip Angle Show Instagram, which is the, the one that I kind of mediocrely do. But, um, it's a Lotus 7 or Caterham underneath basically uh, and then it's like a sports racer body um and it's ugly colors and stuff and it runs mediocre but um i went through it all checked everything bled the brakes with new fluid by the way and put uh thank god on it yeah thank god but put uh put some cast off sm7s on it just some you know spec me out of tires because it's got 15 inch rims it's got the biggest freaking brakes i've ever seen on anything light it's got inch and a quarter thick rotors uh, Willwood four pistons all the way around. They're they're single single layer rotors in the back, but inch and a quarter thick rotors in the front. Twelve inch diameter. Wow. Like, they're they're brakes for like for a, a light car. car. Yeah, yeah for a light car, like, that's the, pretty decent size. With me, it's maybe fourteen or fifteen hundred pounds. And Especially if we're talking like, like a, early early nineties brake technology. too. those things were huge in the early nineties. Yeah. It's and it's full floating like aluminum. You know. Aluminum road, aluminum hats, and they're just reg- regular Willwood Dynalites, like it's regular calipers. But it's right, like sixty dollars calipers if you need to replace them. Yeah, it, it, and they're all in like perfect shape. It doesn't seem to have a lot of race miles on it. It's just kind of been ignored its whole life, I think. Um, and it's had it went from fuel injection to carbs uh, sometime in in its past. It was built in New Zealand. Uh, it was raced by Steve Millen in New Zealand uh, in a in a street race, and then. Street race, like a, they close a they close a circuit and make a road course, but um, it was built for like to be a series by Fraser, which is a company that makes these these replica cars. It's the only full body sports car they ever made. They usually mm-hmm. make Lotus Seven looking things, you know. Um, so this is built... this is the only full bodied one that they've ever made. Yeah, it's the only sports like not the only one. model. It is literally the yeah. only one. It's like one of one, one. of one. And, yeah, and Steve, Steve Millen, who he's the guy who held the Pikes Peak record forever, right? Uh, yeah, I think in one of the yeah. Toyota yeah, Tacomas the, or yeah. the truck, right? Like the truck that's all-wheel drive car rally-based thing. Yeah, and then um, I think at one point, too, he drove a Celica all-track, maybe? I think you're right. And I think he I drove think... Uh, Reese Millen's Time Attack car one year, too, when Reese drove um, like a pro- prototype-looking thing a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he uh, so he's like a famous race car driver, and it turns out he drove this thing in the 90s for Frazier, and they were trying to trying to build these things as like, hey, let's make a series. And they would ever they would make a bunch of spec, you know, Fraser sports racer things. They called it the Fraser Lamar, and because it kind of looks like a '60s or '70s prototype car. Um, and so somehow it ended up at Gingerman Raceway, and they didn't do anything with it. It just kind of sat around. It literally it sat there, and like little kids would take pictures in it when it was for sale. Yeah. It sat there forever. And, and I remember uh, last year. Last year, I remember we took the cover off, and you sat in it for like yeah. Before before any of this even started, like when you yeah, first that was, even started that considering was how it happened. It. Yeah, yeah, we 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 recorded a podcast with Abrin, um, and we got and I got freaking drunk and I was playing with Arnold Schwarzenegger sound effects and then I was sitting in this dumb thing, and then the next day I, we were talking about it on the PA during Time Attack announcing and the track manager says uh, she had texted the owner. And she texts me saying, you can have the Fraser, just do a bunch of work on the buildings. <laughs> and so so I'm doing a bunch of work on the buildings uh, at Gingerman, and I'm probably about half or two-thirds of the way through that stuff. But So I bring this crappy race car home, and I'm starting to work on it. And I got it running, and it's okay, and it doesn't seem to want to run up top very well. Like, So I took it to the track just thinking, you know, I went through it safety-wise, like it's safe enough. And uh, it was running on two cylinders around the track the first time, and then we uh, – we changed spark plugs, and Alex Westergaard was going to lunch, so he grabbed me four new spark plugs, the same heat range, heat range five plugs. Changed the plugs, um, fired it up, get on track, and I'm thinking, man, in, in the pits, this thing sounds mean. It sounds like a sport bike. Um, and it's got a Toyota 4AG in it, like a, it's twin Webers, uh, 4AG. They're too right, that's what came in, like, the A86, like, GTS, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. You can tell it's like slightly built, like slight compression and bigger cams. Um, it kind of rips. It's pretty fast. Uh, once it, once we, once we got it running four cylinders, but it's too rich because the carbs are way out of tune. I, I lean them on as much as I could without rejetting because I didn't need jets, and they, mm-hmm. they're like they're RTV'd together in a couple spots. I think like a real hack played with these carbs. Um, so it it's dry sump and it's like race motor. It's like too much. Really, it's more crap in there. It's hard to work on because there's so much crap in that engine bay. But so it's running on four cylinders. I get on track and like I warm it up, and I start getting after it. And this thing, it, it does like rolling burnouts in fourth gear, power on oversteer. <laughs> um, and the faster you go, the more it sticks. Like because the body is like a freaking wedge. Right. Uh, I, did you did you put new tires on the thing? Yeah, I put SM7s on it, just some cast okay. offs, but but pretty okay. decent ones. Um, but I've never had so much fun in my entire life. Like literally never like it's the it's the best thing I've ever driven and I don't ever want to do anything ever again except for drive this car every day. It's the freaking coolest shit ever, man. So why even build an STL car? Well, because I want to build the the red car into something and yeah. and then I could also have like, you know, a run around street car go cruising with the buddies and stuff, but and I've got all the parts to do it. Like it's I need to buy like a carbon fiber hood. And like brake lines, like uh, that's so, like all I need. But. So what are what are the plans for the Fraser now? Like, do you plan to actually race it or no? I I don't think I'd wheel to wheel it. I think it would be like, like what, a track toy. Yeah, um, what class would that actually race it? It would need some safety updating. The cage is, I don't know. I want to. I guess you could race it in like vintage stuff now, though, couldn't you? Yeah, it's been raced in in VSCDA. It's got like ninety nine tech stickers from VSCDA. So I think Dan, the owner of Gingerman, raced at VSCDA, Vintage Sports Car Drivers Association, or whatever. Um, right. I think he raced it there like one time, because uh, I think he had it in ninety nine, like when the track f- was pretty new. But uh, and that's like the last time anybody did anything with it. It had two thousand ten huh. tires on it, so somebody did something with it like seven years ago. Okay. Um, but yeah, what are those uh, wheels that it has? Because they look kind of unique. Yeah, they're aero two-piece wheels, uh, but they're heavy as crap. They're really oh, heavy. Oh, really? What's uh, the bolt pattern by, on that thing? I think it's 4x114. Um, okay. It's, uh, I think. I haven't actually measured it, but it's bigger than 4x100. So uh, it might be 4x108, too, because that's kind of a common thing in Europe or was Europe, in the 90s, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, or 110 or something like that. But uh, it's, I mean, if they're 4x108, I think, I think that's what the, like, the Ford Fiesta is. Yeah, I think that's what so focuses there might are, be, too. Like old there might focuses. be some new options out there for you. Or, or if but they, old it focuses, looks so, are they 98? It looks period correct with those, though. It does. It's a good-looking wheel. And supposedly there's yeah. another set at the track that i got to find. Like, they're in a barn somewhere. But Oh, really? Um, yeah, so if I get two sets of wheels, I'd be fine. But, Watch you stumble on, like, a whole, like, spare set. And he's got, like, a spare body and, like, the fuel injection setups there. Wouldn't that be amazing if, and... <laughs> if, like, the molds were there and everything? <laughs> yeah, right? I would love to make a like a mold and make a carbon fiber version of the body because the body's heavy. It's like three hundred pounds, two hundred fifty pounds. But yeah, um, it. Uh, I don't know, man, dude. I freaking broke myself. I I am. I've had like a big old track hangover today. Like I haven't been getting track hangovers as much, um, because like we do it so much now, and it's more of mm-hmm. a job than anything. Mm-hmm. But man, I mean, this. It was a pretty chill event. Like I didn't have to work that hard. I mean, the, it, it wasn't very. But it, I, man, I, this car. Oh. Dude. I feel like the track hangovers now aren't so much like physical track hangovers. It's more like a mental track hangover. Like you're sad that you're not yeah. there anymore. Yeah, and you're sad you're not with your buddies. Like, like yeah. we had, you know, we, we were we were getting dinner until like nine o'clock last night, hanging out with the track staff. I'm gonna walk home. I'm, I've been sitting in my truck after work. I'm gonna walk home for the next few minutes. But see if you hear right. some some wind noise. Um, but no, man, it was. It was a bad track hangover today because that car, like, I'm just daydreaming about it because it was that cool. But, I don't know. I, I, my plans for it were, like, because once I found out after I got it that, like, Steve Millen had drove it, it was one of one, um, like, it had a little bit of, like, history, you know? I thought, maybe we'll put it on Bring a Trailer and see if it's yeah. worth anything. And if no, I make like some was, money with it, you know. It was cool to begin with, and yeah. then it became yeah. even more unique and interesting the more you dug. Yeah, like I, I emailed the company that built it, and they're like, holy crap, that's where that thing is? <laughs> like they hadn't seen it in forever, <laughs> right? Um, and so they sent me a bunch of pictures of it when it was brand new, um, like under construction and stuff. And uh, uh, and then they told me, you know, Steve Millen had driven it, so that's cool. 
Yeah. Um, and so I was kind of thinking, like, I would, you know, maybe see if somebody wants to buy it, and then if I get a bunch of money, I'll, like, give some money to Gingerman because I'd feel bad of just profiting on it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I wouldn't have to do any more work for them, so that'd be cool. <laughs> but um, but now I'm freaking in love with it. <laughs> I want to keep it. <laughs> you um, should. My plan is kind of to put a bike motor in it, I think, because I oh. don't really like the big heavy, like, it's an iron block 4AG. Hey, guys, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, my brother's my brother t- says I look like a lunatic. You're drinking on the porch. <laughs> um, but no, hey, do the, do me a favor and cup the mic um, with your hand to oh, try fine. and keep That's any wind idea. out. It is a little bit windy here, but my my headset will pick it up more than I've got the I've got the thing around here the uh, the piece of foam. But, okay, um, so it should be good. But my headset will sound worse than this thing will. So. But. I don't know. I think I want to put a bike motor in it though, because the 4AG is heavy and it, the motor is a little tired. I think. So. Right. Um, oh, it's windy right here. So I mean, what's what's preventing you from from essentially replicating the frame and everything and keeping the geometry and just building a whole other car with a bike motor instead of you know pulling apart a car that is one of one? Uh, time. Ah. <laughs> time is time is what would prevent that. What about what about a rotary motor? Just like uh, like our buddy, um, like a meal tab. ML. Yeah, it, his car. He just drove his car. His car in Putnam for the first time this weekend too. So yeah, um, and that thing no, he I, did like a one thirteen in that thing around Putnam. So fast. Yeah. So That's for those so of you that, that don't know, um, one of our buddies down in Kentucky uh, is building a or has built essentially like a, a Caterham uh, replica with a rotary motor in it. I think he built the whole frame and everything too, didn't he? I think so. It's, so, uh, it's a really cool build too. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I, I, I've, I've always wanted to build that, uh, build like a, a regular seven. But now that I have something similar with a sports racer body on it, I kind of like like it more. Um, I've always kind of been a, been a fan of the Lotus Seven like bodywork, you know, the super simple bodywork and stuff. But I guess it's like kind of an arrow brick, you know? It's yeah, not really good arrow. Um, and I don't know the f- when I when I look at this dumb thing, I I get down and like look at the front end, and it's got you know head like old prototype style headlights and stuff, and I just really love how it looks. I just really really love it. So. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a really really cool looking car. The colors kind of suck right now, but I can change that. It's See from the looks side, like a hot dog. From, yeah, <laughs> so. I was gonna say from the and from the side profile too. It looks like it would be a lot wider than it actually is. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably six inches narrower than the CRX. Um, yeah, and so that back section of uh, of Blackhawk, you know, where it's got the like the tight right hander and then the hard left around the trees and then the the big oh sweeper. yeah the, the super the super tight section. Yeah, there's like the there's the left right and then like the super tight section. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was so fun going through there with a narrower car. Like it was uh, you go so fast. Oh really? <laughs> oh, it was just awesome. It's such a cool track with. With a tinier car, like it just huh. felt the track felt a lot bigger. You know, it feels kind of small in like a street car. But. So, are you gonna are you gonna bring it to Road Atlanta? Uh, I don't think so. I think I might have oh, to bring okay. the CRX down because the CRX is going to Atlanta. Um, okay. And I don't think the the dude who's buying it, it can get up here beforehand. Okay. Um, I was gonna say so I, I just bought um, I just bought a uh, remember I have the Cena headset piece. Yeah. I just bought a like a back that goes on my GoPro that'll actually stream all the audio from the Cena headset to the GoPro audio, so that you can do like voiceover audio stuff cool. that's super crisp when yeah. when you're recording. So well, I was like, just if like you're gonna bring track. it to Atlanta, I was just gonna throw you my helmet and let you go record. That could be cool. We gotta we gotta yeah. do that in October at, at very least. Yeah, and then if you get if you get a Cena headset unit too for your for yours, we can actually connect them and we can both talk. It won't be ultra high definition audio, but it'll still yeah. be pretty good quality. Um, that uh, you, you got to send me a link to that. I got to buy one of those once I sell the car and get some money. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do powertrain wise. I think I could put a bike motor pretty fast. Like if I get a whole wrecked bike motor uh, or b- wrecked bike. I mean, the biggest and... problem with a bike motor is that you're not going to have reverse at all. I, I don't care about that. It's not a big so, deal. like loading it onto the trailer and off the trailer is going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, now nah, roll off the trailer and I'll pull it onto the trailer. It'll be easy. Yeah. It it especially if it drops a, like a couple hundred pounds, the thing will be so easy to push. 
Yeah, that's it's true. So e- it's so easy to push right now. Or you could probably um, install like a little electric motor uh, with like just to move it around pe- the paddock with. People do. Uh, they mount starters on the drive shaft, like mm-hmm. with, with a little gear, and they, or mm-hmm. next to the drive shaft, or next to the uh, the diff. Just so you can like um, run it in reverse. Yeah, you just put a little gear on like the the output shaft of the diff, um, mm-hmm. and and then you just hit the starter, and it'll just back the car up. So that's, that'd be kind of uh, cool. That's one way. That's like the lightest way of doing it. Quaif makes a box that you can do it with, yeah. like a forward and reverse box. It's like a thousand bucks, but it's kind of heavy. So, so there's a couple um, different bike motors that you could do. Like one of the one of the four cylinder ones would be cool, but I think would be more unique would be like a big like three cylinder motor, or even like a V four motor. A couple people this weekend, like because everybody would would come into the tech barn because it's a two lane tech barn, so we're using one, and then the other lane is like where we were teching. We were just kind of hanging out in one of them, and people would come in and ask me like, "What the heck is this?" And then I'd be like, you know, talking about it, and then uh, people, a couple of people said a V four motor. Like, what's a, who makes V four stuff? So there's a Honda V four that's been in production since like the since the eighties. The VFR Interceptor had a V four. You get in like a, okay. I think like a 600, and then a 700, then a 750, and then an 800, and then okay. in 2010, 2011-ish, they went to a 1200cc one. Oh wow! So you could do that, or Aprilia has their uh, V4 as well. So that's like a thousand cc or 1100cc, depending on which one you get. Okay. So they just um, sound like super, super unique. Yeah, I, I want something that revs high, and I, I want, ideally I'd want something that would need minimal oiling mods because, like, high abuse uh-huh. motors, I guess, need lots of oiling mods and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I don't quite know what I want to do as far as which which motor, but uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. I, uh, I'm pretty. I mean, if you're gonna be today, if you're gonna be putting I'm all the work in, if you're gonna be putting yeah. all the work in and starting from scratch, anyways, you might as well make it something that's super super unique. Yeah, I want the I want the high revving, and I really want the sequential box of a bike, you know. Um, yeah. But I want it to also not be a a, fr- a fragile little thing, so I kind of want a bigger bike motor. Um, mm-hmm. But I also don't want to spend like thousands and thousands on the wrecked bike. I'd like to spend like two, not like four or six. Most wrecked bikes, <laughs> like especially if the frame is tweaked and everything, they're usually pretty cheap. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Um, the really like the high abuses are not because everybody wants them. Um, yeah. Somebody told me a VF or a ZX14, um, which is a big Kawasaki, I guess. Like the, it's mm-hmm. like the highest horsepower bike like out there right now, or, one or of them. being that it kind of has wreck. some like New Zealand and like British heritage, you should do a Triumph motor. I don't know anything about Triumphs. Uh, you do. That's okay, man. I, That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to do some research on it. I don't know. Um, part of me wants to do a Honda because I'm kind of a Honda guy, but I yeah. I don't know. The only really like there's some CBR stuff that's cool, but not many people put those into um, into cars. So there um, was that one. Do you remember the the Honda like S600 that Jay Leno drove? Yeah, yeah. I think that had a VFR motor in it. I think I th- it might have been a CBR. Matt just did one too. 600. With a, oh, did he? A, I think he just did one with a CBR motor too. Okay. Um, yeah. It might have been the same car. I don't, I don't think so, though. I watched the Jay Leno one a long time ago, and I watched the Matt Farrow one just a little bit ago. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it's such a light car that I think it would be super fun um, with super lightweight motor and something yeah. that had about the same horsepower or even more. You know, this thing's probably yeah, got like sure. 130. Um, it's only 1600 cc. It's like not a big motor right now. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but it's pretty yeah. Cool. One of those things would be so fast, man. Oh, it'd be ridiculous, dude. It'd be so ridiculous. Um, well, I just walked up for uh for dinner. Um, all right. I I do have about 20 minutes of uh of audio that I recorded just walking around the paddock. Um, okay. You want to send that, that over, tack- and I'll drop it into yeah, the can, show. We can tack that onto the end of this, and it's kind of. It's it's me and Abram talking and me and Andy Smedgar talking. They were fixing Abram's car. We're just talking okay. about track day picnic a little bit. So, okay. Um, yeah, that'll be a good show for tomorrow or for Friday, whatever we put it out. So. Yeah, and then uh, maybe we'll try and record a show while I'm on the road for Friday. Yeah. So for yeah. those of you listeners out there, if we don't get a show up Friday, sorry, things are going to be kind of crazy the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll try to get one a week, um, which in the summertime right now, because we're too busy, it's uh, that's kind of been all we can do. I mean, nobody but, nobody has complained about not having two a week. 
You remember when they used to complain, but now we just kind of swamped them with shows and people are way behind? <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of me is thinking we should just do it dinner with racer style, where we just record a bunch of them and then just release them all at once. It. Uh, I thought about that, too. We talked about it a few times. Um, but that's also a lot of work to, like, compile, because you, you know you'll put it all off and then you have to, like, take a week to do it. Maybe we um, just start doing two shows a year and they're, like, 12 hours apiece. That's a terrible idea. It's the worst <laughs> idea I've ever had. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, I, th- I think one a week for right now, and then in the wintertime when we're more bored, it's uh, it's kind of fun to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been busy with, with you working multiple track day companies, me working multiple jobs, and at least we see each other at events right now, so that's cool. But, yep. Yeah. So speaking um, of which, um, I'm really looking forward to Speed Ring and then Round 5, because yeah. I'll be in Chicago for like a week and a half or more. Yeah, that'll be cool. So and that's right around runoffs too. So I might be hanging out with you if we can like sneak down to runoffs. Yeah, we need to go down there for at least one night. That's my plan. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's about two and a half hours away from Chicago, so we could hop in a car and head down there pretty fast. So okay, but maybe I'll just fly uh, into Indy. I don't know. It's not a bad idea. It's probably cheap to fly in there. Although Midway or Chicago, Midway or O'Hare is probably cheaper. Yeah, probably pretty cheap. Hey, look Although at the I do, see if you can find like a ten dollar flight. Although one of my neighbors, uh, his one of his coworkers wants to give him a motorcycle that's in Detroit. Okay. And he wants me to ride it back here for him. That's not a bad idea. Free. So uh, it's it's free, super sketchy though. It's like a 1981 Honda, and I'm kind of afraid it wouldn't make it, and then I'd probably run into snow. Yeah, that might be a terrible idea. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. You could uh, you could bring it to Chicago and actually uh, and stash if it there's building. if there's some. Uh, there might be some people from California heading out to Speed Ring. I might be able to get organize some transport. That's true. You might have an enclosed trailer. Yeah. Back in that, yeah. yeah. That would work out almost too well. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so. that, that would definitely be the way I would I would try to do it. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to walk my dog and eat some dinner quick. I'll, I'll shoot right. you some audio in a minute. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun weekend. We missed you. I'm, uh, I'm looking yeah, forward to I'm, seeing you. Uh, so. If I wouldn't have been leaving on this trip, I would have been there. But that was my favorite it, event from last year. Yeah, it it was uh, one day last year. It was really cool having a two day event yeah. this year. It was, it wasn't very many drivers because we burned everybody out, you know. Uh, yep. But, but it was uh, it was a lot of new drivers, which was cool. People that haven't Good. been with Grid Life before, like probably almost half. Um, and I did meet a bunch of Slip Angle listeners, so that was cool. Awesome. Uh, oh, I, real quick, uh, how did uh, how did all the lead follow instruction stuff go? Uh, good. We had we had floating instructors with beginners, and okay. uh, the beginners were super super well behaved, and they they all seemed to be picking up pace really well. I was uh, I was kind of helping Mike Cohn, and and our buddy Miko was helping Mike Cohn in the classroom also, um, and uh, so I was in the morning meeting with the beginners, and they all were super you know high energy. They they all seemed real happy, and they all came up to me afterwards. Almost all of them like. Like super fun. One of them said it was the best weekend he'd ever had in his entire life. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that message. So yeah, that was that was that was a that was a cool message. So awesome. But and I did find out one of our listeners has uh, has another car podcast, and I'm only going to plug it because the name is so rad. Oh yeah. Uh, it's uh, he he's a he's he's a good life driver, but him and his buddies have started doing a podcast called the Break Fast Club. <laughs> Oh, nice! That is a pretty good freaking, one. This is the freaking best name I've. I, I, yeah. I, at, at eleven o'clock at night, that that name makes you laugh really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so check out the Breakfast Club. I I haven't listened to it yet, but I should probably try it. So nice. Y'all have to check but, that yeah, out. That made it made me laugh a bunch. The name is so <laughs> rad. <laughs> but yeah, he he like cringed when he told me the name. I was like, "What's what's the podcast name?" Because he, he was like, "Man, I'm such a big fan of the podcast. I'm so glad. I, like, I didn't think I'd get to meet you here." And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't know that uh, that any, any of you people listen. And then he's like, yeah, my buddies and I just started doing one. And I'm like, oh, what's it called? And he's like, um, it's called the Breakfast Club. So you know, he's he's not the one that came up with the name. <laughs> no, well, it it's oh man, yeah, he did. He clearly doesn't like the name as much as I do. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. So anyway, all right, buddy. Well, I'll shoot you some uh, some uh, some some audio in just a minute, and. Uh, We'll talk soon, man. Let me know how the first right. couple of days go. So. All right. Sounds good. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. You, Thanks for listening, everyone. It will burn out. Hey, what you guys doing? We're fixing Abe's shit. Yeah, what's wrong with your car, Avery? Uh, it doesn't make any power. Yeah, you have fuel issues? Always fuel issues. Why are there so many fuel issues on Evo 10s? Well, 
I don't know if it's a fuel issue. Tell us, Andy Smedgard. It's not a fuel. It's it's a. It's assembled by. It's a mixture issue. (laughs) It's not getting the correct fuel for the correct for the the amount of air. Well, it was just tuned. What what changed? Have you figured anything out? Uh, We had a we had a leak in the fuel pressure regulator, so we swapped that over. And uh, since then, it's not been right. But who knows if it was wrong uh, before we swapped that over. It's so frustrating. Why is it doing this? Because it sucks. You haven't driven it today. I haven't driven it today. We're supposed to take this car in one lap next year, dude. <laughs> Maybe we should take the Fraser. It's been reliable. <laughs> it doesn't start, though. No, it doesn't start very well. If it's got a good battery, it'll start. Might be. So what are you guys doing now? It's fixed. You think it's fixed? I don't know. Maybe. They're fixing things. So we got a broken Evo 10. We're at Track Day Picnic. At high- oh, no, it's not mine. Um, track Day Picnic at Blackhawk Farms, one of my favorite-ish sort of racetracks. It's uh, it's uh, it's a chill place, kind of like a little state park. I really like this place because it's like a little state park. Everybody likes it. Yeah. What did you guys just fix? What did you change? Uh, intake pipe. Just was backwards. I don't think it's a problem. Backwards? Andy thinks it might be a problem. Nobody knows what's going on here. That's how we work. All right. Well, we're going to fire the Evo 10 up and see if anything is fixed. And maybe we can drive it tomorrow. Hey, it runs. That's good. That's the first step. What's that? Oh, there's people working in cars. Things happen. So track day picnic was a pretty good success. Pretty small crowd. Uh, didn't do a ton of promoting. Um, it's uh, kind of a weekend that we just wanted to have next year, maybe. Um, so we did something this year and made it super chill. Cooked a lot of meat. Uh, had a barbecue tonight. Had a standing start autocross where we started at uh, out of grid and then uh, you crossed a timing beam as you exit the track, exit grid, and get onto the track. And then you, when you pass the same area, the other timing beam is aiming the other direction, and that's how you end your lap. So standing start autocross using the track. That was fun. Um, what did you think of Standing Start Autocross the first time you saw it, Dave? It was really fun to watch. Uh, it's it it's so different fun. format than what yeah. we're used to looking at. Um, but it's not like it's not like an autocross. It's but it's not like a time attack. It's kind of in between. So I thought it was cool. I did one lap. It was I neat. We had maybe like four or five cars on track at a time, yep. and it seemed to work out really well. People could put down clean laps. There was no one else around them, and. Uh, Cars were fast, and it's different. It's different than like a flyer lap. It's well, and it, there's it, other aspects to it, like a launch and, and stuff. The, the launch is really important, right? And you know, cars that would be really quick if they launched well sometimes didn't didn't do so great. So, yeah. and and you saw that like once drivers start to get the consistency down, they put down laps that were within a tenth of a second every over single time. And over, yeah. What uh, what do you plan on doing with the car tomorrow if it's fixed? Run it. <laughs> driving the wheels off it. <laughs> Old yeah. tires. Yeah. Well, last year we drove that thing at this at the the one day Blackhawk we did. You and I drove it. Austin drove it. Was Austin here? No. Well, that he was, was at, here, but he didn't drive. No. Uh, or was he here? Yeah, he, he was. And then he drove it at uh, Ginger. Ginger. Yeah. Um, and it was fun to drive. It's the first time I ever drove an Evo, and hopefully we can drive it again tomorrow and test it for one lap potentially. We'll see what Andy's got to say in a minute. Um, it's not sounds fair. better. It's a fluke. Fluke. Is it fixed? That needs more fuel pressure, though, because it's running like 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. 12 and a half is a little lean on a turbo car. Oh, sorry. It's a, there's a lot of gnats here. Andy, you just let me know when you need my consulting services. <laughs> I think they fixed Abe's car, so that's neat. Um, yeah, so he, he showed up, put it off the trailer, and there was a fuel pressure leak between the top half and the bottom half of the fuel pressure regulator. And I think it was coming through the piston in the fuel pressure uh, regulator um, or something. Who the fuck knows? It was really annoying. He spent all day dicking with it. We did a track event. It was uh, pretty simple. Uh, intermediate, advanced, uh, beginner crowd also with like nine beginners and a few instructors. But it went very well. Pretty good day. Uh, really fun track. If you ever get a chance to come out to Blackhawk Farms, you should do it. Not a bad place to spend a day. Very nice buildings too. Great food. Uh, really cool place to hang out. My wife and uh, and daughter actually came out and they're camping. We're hanging out in the Rad V. So, yeah, kind of a little plug for uh, for Blackhawk. If you ever have a chance to come here, you should do it. You, you almost have to set it with with the return line on, so you're not being restricted. So, what did you guys just fix? 
I'll let, I'll let Abe tell you what was what happened. I don't believe it. Was something in the wrong spot? No, the intake tube was like symmetric. Okay. And it was backwards. Oh, math backwards. Interesting. Well, did you just up the fuel pressure or no? What are you looking for? Like 11 to 1 air fuels? Ideally. Yeah. Between 11 to 12, and yeah. it was like 12 and a half there. That's too late, yeah. Well, how much, how much boost is this thing running? I have no idea. I don't know. Not sure. Abe, how much is this thing running like boost wise? Uh, 30. What did it make? Like 460 wheel? 489. 489. That's ridiculous. Is that what it's on right now? It's tuned for? Yeah. All right. Good luck. You going to go drive around and tune things? Yeah. Good luck. James Morgan, how was track day picnic for you? Track day picnic was amazing. It was nice and chill. Everybody got to like just hang out and have fun. James has been our tech inspector for a lot of Honda meets and grid lifes for a while now. Uh, you drove your Del Sol up. Did you get on track much? Uh, I took it for about one session. Me and Patrick did a swap off. I wanted to see if he liked the car. So yeah. I did like two or three laps. He did like four. How, how's, how's the car holding up? Didn't blow up. That's good. It's turbo Del Sol. Turbo cars are annoying. Yeah, that's plus. That's plus. We had a good day then. Yeah. Drive it home. Drive it up. Feed on it. Uh, drive it home. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I I like this event a lot. It's so good. I, I can't believe my family actually came to a track event. But. Dude, Fraser's the greatest thing I've ever driven in my entire life. I don't want to drive anything else ever again. It's so great. It's so great. What did it sound like? Did you hear it on track? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, after you got it on four cylinders and running right, it sounded gnarly. I can't even really describe it. Is it kind of like a bike motor? Cause that's it's, yeah, it sounds, sound. more, it sounds like a lot of bike motor. Um, it sounds like a bike motor in the car. It's kind of crazy. Like, it's loud. It's so loud. I can hear you around every corner. Dude, it's so fun. But it sounds cool. It's so fun. I can't get over how cool it is. <laughs> I, I've been smiling for hours. I haven't driven it in three hours. Yeah, we. Uh, I kicked the windshield, which is a piece of plexiglass. It's like 20 years old, and it's cracked. It was cracked already. I kicked the windshield off, so we taped it all up. It doesn't actually serve as a windshield because my face is above it, but uh, it looks cool. I want to have the mold piece so I can make a new one, make a template of it, but... Yeah, overall, it's been really fun. I uh, I never thought I would ever have an open cockpit car, and now I do, and I never want to have a closed drift car ever again. But yeah, it's been a long week working on the thing until like 1 a.m., like every night. I was supposed to help you mount tires for your wife's car, and I didn't do that because I was working on this piece of crap. Okay, that'll happen, uh, that'll happen when you get well, we'll do that later. We'll do that later. Oh, put that thing on there, latch that on, and then pull back and forth. It's got a little bit of play in it. I'm going to see if I can figure out where. The steering shaft has a little bit of play in it, like forward, backwards. I think it might just be something loose. I don't know what it is. It's. I think it's not like pull it in and out. Like pull, pull both ways. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Oh, I found it. We gotta tighten that thing up. Yeah, you might need to do that if you're gonna get back on track. Again. Yeah, pull it back. Yeah, leave it, leave it, leave it further away from my knees. Oh. Yeah, we gotta tighten that thing up. It's that U joint right there. Oh yeah, you might need that. Tight. Yeah. What size is that? Uh, looks like a 13. See if you can grab a 13 wrench. So this is gonna be a random podcast. We're just walking around, talking to people. James is gonna fix my car. James has been doing a lot of things for me lately. I appreciate you, James. Try to give you uh, uh, things in return. You can have all my other stuff I don't want, my brakes and my pads and all that, tires. And yeah, James gets to run on my on my stuff, my junk. But yeah, not a bad day overall. What did you think of Standing Start Autocross? You've done this before. Yep, it was good. What's your, what's your name? State your name for the audience. Alex. Alex Moss. Yep. You're a yellow S2000. Yes. What uh, what's done to your S two thousand? You ran pretty fast, just in like two laps on the autocross. <laughs> uh, all the suspension, all rubbers, taking out the suspension, all metal bushings all in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coilovers. Who's bushings? Swaybar, uh, Ballard Sports. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, front swaybar, Gendron swaybar, KW Club Sport okay. coilovers. Just bolt-ons, as far as motor goes. Uh, no, st- completely stock motor, low compression mods. Low compression. Low compression mod, so it's actually about, <laughs> it's what did we figure, 18 oh. miles an hour slower than Andy's S2000 at no the end of the way. straight? Yeah, it's really slow. What, what did you run in the standing start? You ran like an 85 or something? Yeah, 86 something, okay. I think, yeah. That's not bad for low compression mod. No, it's, it's all right. What's wrong yeah. with the motor? Uh, I think it's the rings. So yeah. K24 is in its near future. Oh, okay. 
And those K24 swaps in S2000s, is that using adapter plate to the S2000 trans? I have no idea. I haven't researched them at it all. It takes me right in a chair yeah. to somebody, and then I get the yeah. car back with a new engine that works. Ronnie to do it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from at? Uh, I live in Wisconsin, Eagle, Wisconsin. Okay. How far of a drive is that uh, for you to get here? An hour, about an hour. To get here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my minutes. local track. Cool, cool. Uh, I appreciate you coming out and hanging out and helping. Yeah, thank um, you. It's been a lot of fun. You're going gonna to wheel it some more tomorrow? Yep. Signature low compression mods and all? That's right, see if it blows up. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, how many times have you been to Blackhawk? Uh, dozens of times. Every year for probably, at least once a year for probably the last 12, 15 okay. years. It's only my second so, time actually driving here. Oh, yeah? I, I really, like it. It's I a really fun track. like the place. This yeah. is, it's the second time we've ever rented it, and it's yep. the second time I've ever driven it. I, I, I helped at a, at a track night in America a little while ago, um, okay. so I've been here multiple times. But it's I really I dig the place a lot. Yeah. It's like a little state park too. You know, it's a good place to hang out. Get good vibes. But. Andy, is it fixed? Full strong. Yeah. What's the air fuels and stuff? Mid 11s, 11, 11, 4, 11 And you just bump the pressure a little bit? Yeah. I just trying to like tune it reverse tune it by fuel pressure to put it back to where it was yeah trying yeah. to based on yeah I, I don't know what it was tuned for exactly at AFR yeah. but I'm going to guess around that 11 11 half that's probably safe so. do you know where the timing is or did he get aggressive with it or no I, he put the car together for one lap specifically right yeah. so I don't think anything about it's particularly aggressive okay yeah well I think first session tomorrow just log it okay and, and just can you what what do you see you do you tune it that with Stuck. It's a cob? Nope. Or what? Stock, stock ECU. You can just oh, plug into open it? Source. Yeah, I, I... Really? I actually, for some reason, oh, like, gra cool, grabbed right? my cable as I was leaving. I'm, like, I'm just going to grab this. Maybe someone's got an Evo 10 that's going to have issues. <laughs> Abe's going to have issues. So that's just a cable that plugs into the OBD2 port. It's cable, and, and it's all ECU flash, all open source. Really? So. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I figured you had, like, a cob or something. There's no, a... I, I do, but we took it off uh, okay. when yeah. we went around this time. A lot of people do this open source because it's cheaper, and yeah. they've reversed engineered these ECUs enough and there's guys that are hacking the ECUs and making yeah. dual tunes and all this stuff to oh, run wow. on stock ECU. So like a, a proper flex fuel option exists. It's, yeah. mm -hmm. I have it. It's to be installed in the car. Oh, that's cool, man. I didn't know that. So yeah. on one lap next year, you know, if we run into an issue where we can't find the 85, you we just, just flip. splash in. No, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You just, it, it's oh, got an ethanol yeah, sensor. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a flex fuel sensor in there? Already. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. I, you just when need we put this to the B3, pepper B3, right? Well, you also need to wire it in yeah. properly. Okay. So you, you've got the stuff to do it. It's just a matter of a retune, Tefra mod, yeah. Actually, pack on the ECU. Uh, Corbin said that it, you don't have to retune it because we've got both maps already. So, so yeah, he, I don't know. I, that flex stuff, all they're doing is basically it, interpolating between the two. Yeah. Here's your pump gas, here's your 85, and then just like average it between. So if it's right. running E, you know, 50 or whatever the middle is, it's yep. going to like take the middle timing value of each of those. But okay. I, I think... And it's, isn't, like, it's just isn't very accurate. And like it's, it, yeah, and it's more fuel for E85, like 27% more fuel. Yeah, it's like usually 30% more fuel yeah. it needs for E85. But when you're running, uh, running on one lap, you're not... I'm not going to run on the track on 93 or any mix of 93. Yeah. You're I would just put 93 in only if we couldn't find any right. place. Yeah, if you had but to get somewhere. That's what we were doing, and you don't necessarily need flex field for that. You could just do a switch. Right, but you still have to drain the tank. No. You can run it. You can, we've if you run, get we've close, ran, yeah. Not, not even, you, you can run like E50 on a pump gas tune, and on cruising, the ECU's in closed loop. It's always adjusting, and it's going to fine-tune itself. Okay. So some cars you can't get away with it, but uh, on our cars, yeah, you, you can get away with quite a bit. You could run that thing on E40, E50 on a pump gas setting, Actually, you, or even E85. Like that, It's within its range. That O2 sensor can fine-tune quite a bit. Holy cow. Quite, a, quite a good range. You don't know anything. You've got that OBD1 life, right? OBD0, man. OBD0? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It's called OBD0, and it's pretty basic. And now, on turbo edit. now I'm all about that carb life, homie. Carb. <laughs> Carbs. Yeah, you, you got I don't think running that I've ever it's, seen uh, you. It, the, yeah. The carbs. So happy. Dude, it's the greatest, man. The carbs are good at uh, idle yeah, when you blip it. Not idle, because you got to keep it alive. Okay. Uh, and they're good at one quarter throttle. Three quarter throttle and pushing the pedal through the floor throttle and like everywhere else it's like, but the air fuels are like solid. It's just I think something's not right with the emulsion too. Or the, the mixture, how it's how it's mixing in. With something's air. not like cool. It's just throwing like, drops of fuel in. It, yeah, cool. it's probably just like here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Pour some in. James, did you fix my car? Looks like you might need a new joint. Is it a, a U joint? 
for the uh, steering plant shaft. Really? Uh, Don't tell me it's broken. Is this your personal mechanic to bring? Uh, today he is. <laughs> is it still sliding in and out? Yeah, like, uh, you can see where the space with the bolt should go. It might not be able to come all the way out. I can try and tighten it some more, but... Did you tighten... bolt? you have an Allen wrench on the other side? I got it right here. That's why I turned it. Here, turn it and pull it out. Okay. I'll say wherever you want to, wherever you want it to sit, and I will uh, attempt to tighten it some more. That's weird. I, I wonder if it, I wonder if it's just maxed out. Let's find out. It's such a, it's kind of actually a hard car to work on. Yes, I can stand. Oh, there it goes. There's not a lot of room in there. All right. Good thing I got a ratchet. Uh, what size is that ratchet? Is that 13? Okay. Yeah, it looks like half inch. Here, I'll hold the life right. Let me get in there. Thank you. Uh, fixing you joints and stuff. It's got to be able to get tight. It's still, I mean, it's, it's not loose. Like, it's, it doesn't have any place side to side. Tighten any U joint. Slip Angle Podcast. Doing it for the homies. Doing it for the Instagram. Doing it for the Instagrams. Uh, we're not very good at Instagram. Oh, man, that is tight already. Oh, it's not tight already. You want to try? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's move this yeah, so it doesn't get I need to get the Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes out. Stop it! Stop it now! Stop whining! Put the cookies down! <laughs> get in the chopper! Tighten the Allen wrench! <laughs> yeah, let me try to get in there. That's tight. Working on stupid sport bike. Should have motor things. Except for it's got a Toyota. It's a 300, but it's still. I don't think it's tight enough. I like turning the whole thing. You want me to hold the steering wheel? Uh, turn the steering wheel to the left just a little bit. And then I can get my hand on the other thing. Other way, to the left. There you go. Not that left, your other left. <laughs> Let's get that wrench on all the way. Wrapping wrenches make life so much easier. You're using my man strength, James? Do you have any of that? I'm gonna put my knee through the freaking fender. <laughs> I think I got it. Yeah, I'm getting like a quarter turn out of it. Ah, well, that's all you can ask for. <clears throat> um, see if you can push it in now. Beautiful. Look at that. Beautiful. Turn to the right a little bit so I can get Allen or Yeah, No, man, leave it. <laughs> it's really tight now. Turn to the left, maybe? There you go. Left a little more? There we go. Got it. Oh, that's my Allen wrench. Yep. If you have other issues. There you go. Now you won't die on track. It didn't feel like it wanted to come out, but it, I thought the quick release. Have I ever told you this story about when the quick release came out in the Lemons car? I think you told me once, but you should tell them. I've told them before. Okay. The podcast has heard that story. The the quick release in the Lemons car wasn't latched in after Lee Grimes from Coney getting in and out of the car, and I got in after or got out of the car, and I got in after him. Somebody put it on, and you had to like pull it and then push it, and they just like put it on, and the splines like felt great, right? Um, and so I'm going around the kink at Autobahn, like turn six or something on South Course. The steering wheel comes off and the car goes sideways, like, fourth gear. Like, I just shifted to fourth, the wheel comes off my hands. Like, blind panic, like, <laughs> jammed it on there, got it on. And so I'm going around that uh, at Blackhawk here um, after the, the turn by the tree, and then there's that long left-hand sweeper. And, like, I pulled back on it, and the thing went chink, and I'm like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> and so, like, I instantly, like, blind panic, like, jammed the steering wheel forward. And then I, like, slowly pulled back, and I, like, grabbed the thing, and it was clicked. You know, it's got, a, like, a spring release hand thing on it in the steering wheel. Like, you pull on it to pull it off. And it was clicked, and I thought, oh, that's not right. And the braking zone and turn, into turn seven, like, uh, turn eight or whatever, the like, the fast sweeper to the right. Like, I'm kind of, like, pulling back on the wheel, and the braking zone, I feel it go chunk. And then I look at the shaft, and I'm like, chunk, 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 chunk. All right, well, I think we're probably done with this session. <laughs> and then I proceeded to run a standing start out across it. <laughs> That's not what you want to find midway it felt, through the track. It felt fine, so. Now, I'm glad the steering wheel didn't come off on me. Yeah, because this is not the type of car you want to put into it. No. No, it's, there's not a lot around it. But now, a lot, of, a lot of little things, like, that wasn't loose this morning. Like, things that needed to be tightened, you know. But that's why you bring it. I nut and bolted, like, everything. It's all rock solid. It's all got good sphericals, too. It's all pretty well built. But, uh, full spherical, everything up front. It was all good shape. But thanks for your, uh, for your ratchet wrench. Of course. Um... Yeah, it's been an interesting day. The uh, the Toyota 4AG sings like a 
like a devil. Oh, it's the greatest noise it I've ever heard. So Oof. I wish the exhaust Especially was on carb. this side. We, the carbs they sound like ITBs to they me. Do. Like if boom, like you can hear each one at idle, you can hear them sucking in. Once the car actually fires. Right. I mean, after you're fighting it for 20 minutes to get it started. Yeah, it, it needs to crank fast in order to fire. Um, so we had to hook it to jumper cables. I think the battery's kind of dying. It'll it'll crank it forever and ever, just doesn't crank fast enough. I think it's pretty high compression. It needs to crank fast. But yeah. Doesn't seem to use oil. Did it smoke at all, did you know? Did you see anything? I mean, not not anything more than the average, like, carb smoke. Okay, nothing crazy. Nah. Um, Dennis, or no, so Chris said you might be leaking gear oil. I thought oh, he saw on the floor yeah. here. Uh, there's a bunch of random oil on the flat floor underneath the car, and so you park at a different angle, and stuff just drips out of cracks. So, uh, I don't think it's leaking, actually leaking, but it does. It's leaking from the flat floor a little bit. It looks bit. so good coming down track. Oh, it's so fun. It looks so good. I can't wait to drive it again. I just can't keep. I, I can't keep talking about it like this because I just want to hop in it and go. Track's open. No, it's I mean, fun day. You own the track, right? Nope, 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 nope. That's not how things work. Got to have corner workers. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. You take a crowd again tomorrow, James? Yeah. As long as it doesn't rain too bad. I'm tired of it. Is it supposed to rain or no? They said it might around noon. Oh, okay. Like but, spotty stuff? Yeah. If it's a little spotty stuff, man, I'll go have fun. If it's dry, I'll go have fun. Eh, if it's torrential downpours, I'll probably go have fun. Anymore. If it rains, I'm going to take Abram's car out. I will drive, baby. Dude, we're going to rip off this car. If it rains. Dude, if it rains, you just take the easy button. Can you turn the power down on that? No. Yeah. It's just all 480 horsepower the whole time. It's uh, the throttle. Oh, that's how you turn the power down? That's cool. Manual boost controller. Manual boost controller. Right foot. Right foot boost controller. Where did uh, you gave? You lent it to me. Did you plug it in? You took it somewhere after that. I haven't seen it since I used it. Blame it on me. Fine. Where's my other Allen set? Do you know? Oh, okay. My tools are everywhere. Scattered. All right, well, we're 22 minutes in. I think I'll maybe record something else later. But thanks for fixing my car with me. Of course. Thanks for watching while they fixed David's car. That's also cool, too. Great job. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Talk to you soon. Bye.